Ryan from Municipal Waste, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to a new edition of Interview Under Fire. As always, this is your host, Sonny, here back once again. Today, I have the honor of speaking with the insanely talented Axe Shredder and Ryan Waste. I've been looking forward to this one, okay? Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for joining our IUF series today, bro. You know, this is shaping up to be an, an exciting year for you and your bandmates over at the Mighty Municipal Waste with the drop of your latest album, Electrified Brain. It's been about a week or so since it dropped on Nuclear Blast. Let me begin, Ryan, you know, by commending you on, like, what is it, two decades of thrash with Municipal yeah, Waste? 22 and all- years, yeah crazy to think about and of course the well is a recognition this album has been getting so far i mean shout out to the other publications like decibel metal injection and Karang, to name a few who've been praising your work so much to unpack about this hell blazing thrasher over record and what you're all about before we get to all that i'm i know i'm, I'm building this up Whew, i just want to relax here but i know uh you guys just finish up this run with integrity and bewitcher Live music is back, dude. Let, let's let's point that out. I feel like it's better than ever. Have you had the chance to just take this all in, considering what we've all been through these last two years? I feel like that's an important thing to note. Yeah, I mean, you can feel it, the energy from the crowd right when you get up there, because I think a lot of people have had this pent-up frustration for these yeah. last two years. So that just, you know, we already have an explosive live show with as far as the crowd being involved, but it's just doubled over now because people are just been holding it in this long. So it's more exciting to watch that let out, you know, much less just yeah. be playing the show. Yeah. And one of the things that makes municipal ways, municipal ways is the live presence that you guys put on stage. I remember the last time I saw you guys, believe it or not, was uh, 13 years ago in the No Fear Energy Tour in 2009. Uh-huh. Uh, with Lamb of God, Bodum, uh, I think Azalea Dying Wizard, and God forbid. I uh-huh. mean, I mean, it, you guys opened that show, and that was the talk of the entire show. Like the next day, they're like, "Who's that band that up?" Because I went with a bunch of friends and uh, Municipal Waste. You got, I think, The Art of Partying was the last album you guys put out there. But I mean, the, the, uh, yeah. 2009. Yeah, I'm, I'm making you think really hard about this. But you know, the the touring life, whether it's with municipal waste or bat or vulture or immortal avenger oh you, know? you pulled immortal avenger out <laughs> good on you man bro i mean i know you performed at like hellfest and bloodstock and resurrection fest throughout your career i mean would you say you, you have a newfound appreciation of the touring life now i know i do we're talking about the fans coming back about but but your opinion on all this like yeah i mean i i totally do and on top of that like all these years of doing it, like I needed a break too, man. So when it first hit, I was like, man, I have some time off for the first time in like 20 years. So, I mean, (laughs) we took the break you know, I didn't take the break for granted, but then that's, I started getting antsy though, man, about Mm -hmm. halfway through when you're used to being traveling so much, you're like, what do you do with yourself? But we just poured it into writing and recording. I mean, I, we recorded, the waste record. I did a new bat record. I even finished a screenplay that I've been working on since like 2014. So, I mean, via zoom meetings like this, I I had two writing partners and we finished a script for this heavy metal horror movie I've been doing. So, I mean, I used the time wisely, you know? So, I mean, I, I, you know, and now we get to go back out and, and reap the, you know, all the hard work, you know, and, not not with the movie yet because I I need a yeah I need about a million so, bucks for that but so so <laughs> I went yet. to yeah so I went to film school for three years so you're speaking to one of the biggest movie buffs ever 
So that that well, actually you see, all the, you see all these tapes up Dude, here, man. So me, so me. bro, so our we have a whole uh, movie library. It's in the next room. Like my me and my brothers, like uh, we that's all we do. And I know you're yeah. a big fan of horror. I'm gonna get to that though, by the way. But uh, uh, with live music, I feel like it's also so. Here's the thing, Ryan. I feel like I live gotta put music... my shit on. Do not disturb. I've had like five people try to call me, <laughs> even on the audio. You're an important man. This is the no, it's, hey. Well, it's nice know, to so... have. It's nice to have things like this uh, to be busy with, right? That's a, that's some a good shit's thing. important, but not not these people trying to hit me up right now. I'm like, leave me alone. It was a it was a FaceTime like thing. I was like, Dude, yeah, come on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, what I was gonna say it was, uh, you know, live music. I feel like as I was looking these last tours and whatnot for the last maybe six months, just 2022, I feel like it's at a point of saturation because everybody. And their grandmothers are touring at the same time. I feel like fans are not getting a chance to go to all these shows. I mean, do you feel the same way? Because now everyone was angsty. Everybody's going out and on tour. I, I talked about how live music is back better than ever. But Hellfest, for example, holy shit, the footage that I saw these last few weeks, I've never seen it like that. You know, we got Vakken next month. But do yeah. you feel the same way? Like everybody's going on tour at the same time and it's just one after the other. I mean, there's nothing you could really do. I mean, things yeah. have been postponed like three times to, at this point. That was like, it was like two years worth of Hellfest lineups they had to fit in there. So I'm just proud of them for pulling it off, you know? Yeah, That's yeah, still yeah. one of my favorite festivals. We've done it three times. It's still super organized. So, I mean, they pulled it off. You know, the U.S. could take notes with how Europe does their festivals, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm all for it, man. I mean, in the lineups they get, I mean, Merciful Fate played, like, as a fan, I just mm -hmm. would have liked to be there to see that. I was supposed to see him at Copenhagen for my birthday three years ago, you know, but we all know what happened then. So Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so Interview Under Fire, we actually covered our uh, a festival here in Dallas a couple months ago. I don't know if you heard about it, the So What Fest where wow. they had a mix of metal, rap, and pop, which was crazy to see. But I feel like hopefully we get more of that. I'm going to lobby for you guys to hopefully be there next year. We need more thrash metal um, in in the Dallas, Texas area. But And, of course, with Pantera, I mean, that really hits home for a person like me. But, you know, Electrified Brain, man, let's get to this now because this is your seventh album. It dropped last week. Do I even get to say last week? Then July 11th, but you know, July 1st. Well, July 1st, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a week ago. Yeah, Nuclear Blast Records. I already mentioned how this is an album of the year contender. I'm going to quote you here because before we dive a little further into this new album, you mentioned how what you said, quote, as the music business changes with, with the times, we trust that our vision remains unfazed by trends and our label backs us up with full force. By I like that, to write that somewhere. Where did I write that? I was always I was you, proud of that. You wrote it somewhere, and and I want to mention that because this also talks about the re-signing with the label like Nuclear Blast. Because oh, it was for it was for the re-signing. That's right. Yeah, I knew I, I knew it sounded familiar. I was like, I, I wrote that. <laughs> I said I that, that today. I wrote that in like a drive-through in my car, and I was like, <laughs> let me you know that's make something that, that's really specific. Um, but yeah, yeah, I remember writing that. Okay, but this also was a question here. around that. <laughs> <laughs> the 10th year with the blast you know i feel like this growing relationship that you guys have but what is the feeling like opening up this new chapter another new chapter of the band with a revered label like new blue blast because you guys are label mates alongside bands like carcass behemoth cradle of filth and flames i feel like not only have they helped you grow but you have also helped them do the same thing would you feel the same way well yeah you know it's one of those things that feels like a friendship you know and that that's the only way we really roll as like mm -hmm. a as we're basically a DIY band, very hands-on with all our stuff, you know, from 
the creative aspect with artwork and obviously production, what we, what we sound like, we don't ever want anyone telling us how to look or sound. So they've never once tried to like put something on us to like make us bigger or, you know, or whatever, or whatever you want to say. Yeah. You know, people think labels do everything for the band where, you know, we're, like I said, we're, we've been the same operation and they've just kind of stood by us and, and trusted us. And, and in turn, we trust them. So, you know, it's a friendship at this point yeah and, and you know it was a no-brainer everyone else said no-brainer in the that same press release i almost did too so i'll say it now <laughs> yeah we didn't there was no other we weren't even looking at anyone else to go when we re-signed so yeah. it was always going to be them shout out to the blast man and cheers to you guys for you know growing that relationship with them and uh yeah. this is also the follow-up to the 2017 slime and punishment this is worth the five-year wait bro i mean i went back and heard that uh, another impressive addition to your catalog. I feel the same way as I when I first heard it in 2017. Here's the thing, Ryan. You know, you guys have already had albums which have gone to be recognized as staple records among tens of thousands of thrash metal fans and musicians today. I mean, for example, Decibel magazine, right? Uh, they had the art of partying in their coveted Hall of Fame. Metal Hammer mentioned that same album as one of the 50 greatest thrash metal albums ever. 2017 Slime and Punishment bowed in the in the top three and the built uh what is it the billboard heat seekers album charts i mean all the while you guys have piled up these tens of millions of streams and uh in the process <coughs> despite some lineup changes you know with the band you guys have really honed in to your sound and identity and have stayed true to that over the over the years i mean i don't care who you are but seven records is not an easy thing to do yet here you are but knowing and being a part of that success that municipal waste has been through walk me through this man i mean does writing get easier or does the pressure of several great records make it harder um i think it gets easier when everyone's contributing because now we're a two guitar band you know phil mm -hmm. is always put in tons of effort bringing stuff on bass and so there's more of us writing together so i'm gonna say it's easier now it's mm -hmm. not just on one guy. A lot of bands, it's like, oh, I got to write a record. Now we, and you know, Tony and Dave too, we, we all contribute. So I think that makes it easier. We actually have more than enough ideas. We just have to honestly cut the fat because we wrote, we wrote four extra songs for this record that you hadn't even heard, man. <laughs> you know, we might do something with them Bro. down the line. So, I mean, we, we, like, we, we had the time. Be like, <laughs> via the pandemic you know we had the time this time so that was the big game changer for this record and yeah there have been times when when you're like uninspired you think you got to write a record you're like you know it goes in like flows like that you know you're not going to always be on fire writing riffs you know mm -hmm. and but just the camaraderie and the fact that we all still get along which is very rare for a lot of bands i think personalities and egos get in the way and we all know how to pick our battles and know that we're doing something for the greater good. I'm not going to say, obviously you're going to get into it with the guy here and there, but we don't really fight as a band, you know? And I think that's what pushes us further. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned that uh, over two decades, I feel like we're well into the band's career at this point. Here's the thing about electrified brain. This clock's in about a little over 30 minutes. It didn't feel like that at all. It I was talking about it, it flew by. It flew by like this. Well, that, like that's that. like what rain and blood did, right? <laughs> you flip it over. It's the same thing. I mean, yeah that's, yeah exactly you trim the fat you just get all all killer man at the same time talk about the network over your life good lord uh tony went on to say that we hope you walk away with some bloody ears blown speakers pissed off parents black eyes check 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 right as i'm 
thinking about that as you as you're talking about this you pissed I, your parents off you still I, live with I, your parents yeah i i did i did all that man i mean i'm not even at home right now so it's it's that's gone. they're so <laughs> mad they sent you sent you away from home oh yeah man I, I feel like this this album had everything you wanted for not only just a municipal waste fan but also even a heavy metal fan i mean the title track to grave dive to tencent beer night to paranormal janitor by the way i feel like that should be a title for a horror movie uh, just, uh, well, I, I took it a different direction, but there is paranormal type supernatural activity. Yeah, paranormal, as I was reading those, I wonder if how much do things change from when you first start composing on an album like Electrify Brain to where you ended up finishing it? Did a lot change in between? Did nothing change? Did you already have a specific sound in mind from day one? Well, the world changed. That was the yeah, thing. Was that things were going? You know, you didn't know it was going to happen next, but we just stayed on it, and we were writing before everything shut down, and then we just were like, okay, it's shut down. We just keep writing. So we just had time to make more output. Really, that's all. You know, that's that's the positive of it. Yeah, we and that's time. We never have time to do anything. That you know, I feel like we don't have time to do anything these days. It's just I, I need time more time. Yeah, everything <laughs> I'm trying to do, man. If there's an extra couple hours in the day or a week, sign me up for it. Now, uh, I want to get to the production because the sound itself was a big part of this record that I really loved. You know, the thicker and heavier sound. I feel like you guys really accomplished both. And this was recorded in Philadelphia with producer Arthur Rizik. I hear that name a lot, man. I mean, Arthur, he's known he's for his man. work with Power Trip and Code Orange and Zabalba, I believe. I mean, talk about him for a minute here. I'm sure there's that sense of comfortability in the studio for you guys knowing that you had someone like Arthur working on this record with you, right? Yeah, I could talk about Arthur forever. He's such a great guy because um, I suggested we use him. You know, we he had done a tour with us where he was the sound guy. So, you know, we got along with him. He was doing sound for another band. Yeah. But I, I learned he was like a big heavy metal fan like me. And then I checked out his, his band Eternal Champion and Summerlands. And I, I, you know, I'm a tough critic of modern heavy metal. And I think those are two stellar bands, which... Uh, I was impressed. So he's a, we've done shout outs. So shout out to those bands. <laughs> yeah. He's a musician, you know, just as, as killer as he is a producer or engineer. So we just, um, we vibed, man, you know, and he's a yeah. very relaxed guy too, um, which is important in the studio because it's stressful, you know, and he, his temperament really put us at ease. And the, the room we recorded in probably had the best drum sound I've ever heard, just natural. We didn't, you know, use any samples or triggers or anything on the drums, which we stand strongly by. Like, I, I prefer everything to sound like live, natural tones. And we knew he was the guy for that, and he, he knocked it out of the park. I mean... Worth pissing off the parents, man. Worth getting kicked out for. And, you know, yeah. between writing and structuring the songs and the parents production. like those triggered drums, you know, we don't like it. I know, right? Like, it's, like, it's, shit, <laughs> triggered drums. Come on, man. What, what what year is this? And, you know, between writing and structuring songs and then the production process, like, right? Like we just talked about. Keep all this in mind as I'm asking this, because I feel like this is the part that I wanted to get into, because the lyricism throughout Electrified Brain. Uh, this may be a question for Tony, but I want to get your take on it also, because you're a fan of horror. You mentioned it. Look, all the shit around you. You There's this music video. If anyone hasn't seen it yet, I recommend you do it, because the title track, or Death Ripper Part 3, as I like to uh, quote it, you know, um, The Electrified Brain, this insanely crafted horror short directed by uh, Norman Cabrera, who's this esteemed FX artist. He's known for his work with also From Dust Till Dawn, uh, Walking Dead, Kill Bill, shot at Wolfpack Studios in Burbank. I begin to think about the tangibles of a theme to your music, Ryan. Is that a big component to songwriting for a band like Municipal Waste? Because that was a 
thing of beauty. I feel like I'm more of a closeted horror fan these days, but I'm becoming more appreciative too. Well, how much time do you have? Because this is something I could really go into. Um, I have all the time. That's up to you. All right. Well, let me, before you give me a four part question, let me just, I'll get to the basics. So, um, Norman is my partner for the horror movie that I'm, that I've written. And he is my, basically going to be my co director. Whereas he's got 35 years experience in effects and working under Rick Baker. Directing is something he wants to do. And he's a heavy metal fan like me. We did Slime and Punishment together. Yeah. We became fast friends. He's like, I want to do another music video. I wrote the lyrics for Electrified Brain, which um, there you go. So I could actually Damn. talk about it. So that's like a short horror story in itself. Um, I sent him the whole album. That's the one that stood out to him because it is like a, horror, a short horror story. And Norman wrote a treatment up for it. That whole concept with the kid getting abducted and taken through the doctor and breaking free and melting faces. I mean, it's all just like Cronenberg sci-fi extravaganza, you know? Oh my goodness. And Norman, and back to like being like pent up, like from the pandemic, like he wasn't working, just like we weren't playing shows. So he's building these ideas in his head. And he says the next thing he does, he just wants to pull out all the stops. And it just happened to be our music video. And the way that he and I work, he was like, I want this video to be the precursor to our film. So when people go, okay, well, what do you got for me? He's like, well, check this video out. This might be a little taste of what we can do. So just putting my head together with him and pulling out like all the stops that he did, he pulled so many favors from huge like makeup artists and people in the industry that are just in it for the same reason that we are. They're all fans of, of metal and horror and whether they work on big budget movies like they enjoy doing stuff like the electrified brain video so a lot of people worked under their their rate you know just as a favor yeah. to norman which he would in turn do for them and this just came out of the pandemic like everyone wanted it and it really just showed through you know man so, i i, I can tell like... wolfpack, i got a shout out to rob lucas at wolfpack because we did that in a full movie studio and he's just another heavy metal horror fan man so i mean he helped us out tremendously. So, I mean, it was, it was like walking onto your dream set, you know, Norman spent like six weeks uh, building it before we even got there. We shot it in two days. I mean, it was, it, yeah, it was like a dream come true. If you're, if you're trying to make movies, I mean, that's about as close as you're going to get just doing a three minute music video. Your, your, your passion for movies, Ryan, did that start before you got into the music or did it just, was it always just, uh, was it like coincided together? coincided but i mean probably music first but i mean everyone watches movies i mean i have 800 <laughs> movies just around jesus christ that you know, i mean a, a couple thousand records i mean if this is the media room it fills it up you know so i mean so, i just so, like being surrounded by it now i don't know if you're a central person like me but around you this may be hard but i have to ask what's one piece of art that's around you that means a lot to you the most in that room right now um in this room okay yeah. so I have, there's a few masks over here. So, I mean, I could pull. I'm, I'm making you do uh, some work. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll pull out a mask. All right. All right. Cool. I'm going to play the, uh, the Halloween theme while this, while this happens. Oh my. Oh my God. Hold on a second. I should turn more lights on. Hold on. I'm 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 uh, making my screen bigger here. This is sick, dude. All right, hold on. Now we're going. 
So this um, is the bat mask that my friend Margaret Rulishi made. Yeah. Holy could... shit. <laughs> we should have done the interview the entire I time like this. I mean, oh, man, that's going to be. Yeah. Eyes, but... <laughs> I mean, that's that's a piece of work. And that's just that's based yeah. on, a you know, artwork from Wings of Chains that that actually sits in my room because uh, I like to keep a close eye yeah. on it. But that, that's that's something uh, mask wise I'm very proud of because the other masks like we have like um, I don't know if you can see there's a little there's probably a, a glare on it, but I got Fang face over there. And yeah, the, uh, I see it more longer from it. from uh, American Werewolf. But there's there's a I don't know. I'm going to do my talk show again, uh, Living Fast, where I kind of go through and do a whole media room edition because there's too much stuff in here to talk about. We should focus on. <laughs> that's that's right. We're, 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 we're going to do another interview. Definitely. I want to bring you back here and I have to talk about movies yeah, yeah. And, and whatnot. Because, and and, and it, it's really cool, Ryan, that you have other forms of creativity that feed into the music that you that you make. That's I love that. Uh, do you have a release date for this movie? This, no, because no. the script is written, but we're okay. um, we're looking for funding right now. So, but back okay. to that, you. It's funny you mentioned Immortal Avenger and, and uh, my other band Vulture. We're doing yeah. the soundtrack for it, so because it's more, it lends itself more to like heavy metal type music. So, but uh, man, Ryan, I know we got five minutes left, but I, I want to round this out because uh, thanks, by the way, for doing this. I mean, I've been looking forward yeah. to speaking to you for a while, and for as long as I've been a fan of Municipal Waste. This is a bucket list band for me, so I really appreciate it. <laughs> I know we've covered a good amount of ground in this awesome conversation. I, I do appreciate sharing so much about who you're about and what Municipal Waste is all about. You know, representing thrash metal in the form of the art that you guys are. It's even, it's art at this point, all right? Let's 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 call it that. You know, from the different experiences and perspectives, you know, in your timeline you have taken in, which we've discussed about performing for as long as you have, you know, and the people you have met. And work with during these amazing records, you know, the the touring, the growing fan base, the seven albums over two decades, your passion for film, like, holy shit, I was not prepared for that. But we're going to do another segment, definitely. You know, I've always been excited to see where you guys go from one point to the next. I feel no different this time around. I think you kind of amped it up a notch with everything that you just showed me. There's definitely a level of inspiration in what you're doing here, Ryan. Have your aspirations as a musician as a director or hell, as a human being, have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently today? Well, yeah. I mean, like back to like wanting to direct, it's just like, you know, I never thought I'd be a full-time musician, you know, it's something mm -hmm. you start for fun. And the next thing you know, it's like, Oh, you're actually doing something. So I hope that with, with directing it, it, you know, follows in the same path. Like I think like, why don't you just go for it? You know, if you don't, if you don't try, yeah. you know, what's going to happen. So, I mean, I, I just keep going for it, you know, and I, hopefully it'll turn into something, you know, at least you say you tried if it doesn't work out. Bro, I got laid off my job like seven years ago, moved out to California with $2,000 into film school. One of the best decisions of my life. Yeah, interview just, under fire, interview under fire wouldn't exist if it wasn't for that experience. Like I've been lately, I've been saying, I want to do this and I do it, you know, and you're doing that. So yeah. But man, I'm gonna see you next month. Uh, do you want to finish? You have something else you want to finish off with? No, I was just saying I commend you for for following your your heart with that too. Hey man, uh, we break my sink alike, bro. I'm gonna see you next month at Breaking Ball. But before okay. uh, we finish off, do you have any last words? Any other shout outs you'd like to plug in or mention as far as your 
municipal waste new album movies before we finish things off here i don't know if you knew music video i think we covered that. most of it yeah i'm i'm about to start looking for funding for the film you know so if anyone's got a lot of money they can get in touch with me you got a well, campaign that you are starting that people can we're, before we uh, try to do crowdfunding i'm going to see if we can just get okay. some executive producers to do it but you know the crowdfunding thing i've never done it so if we do it might yeah. be another way to just promote it more so We'll see, man. We're, yeah, let me know, man. Hey, let's stay in touch on the socials. I'd love to help out in any way possible. Yeah, but um, sure. everyone who's listening, I'm going to get to your uh, – I'll let you get your next interview, Ryan. This has been awesome. Yeah, Again, man. I'll see you at Wrecking Ball. Everyone who's listening, Ryan Waste from Municipal Waste. Electrified Brain is out now on Nuclear Blast Records. Do me a favor. Do Ryan a favor. Buy the record because the bands can't do it without your help. And keep an eye out for more awesome shit coming from Municipal Waste and Ryan, all right? Brother, Thanks. much love. I appreciate you, man. Stay Thank safe. You. I'll see you next time, all right? guys thanks for listening to interview under fire podcast if you guys liked what you heard please subscribe and share our channel and please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously if you'd like to check out more visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on facebook instagram and youtube and finally we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us keep it burning